Hello and welcome to the Matt Belair podcast. As an explorer of the mind and world, author and coach, I have spent a lifetime learning how to push my limits and achieve my highest potential. My mission is to bring you the most inspiring, conscious, and empowering teachers, leaders, and thinkers on the planet. To bring you stories, lessons, and messages that will help you master your mind, body, and spirit. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Happy 2019, incredible podcast family. It is so great to be back. Holy smokes, I have been on an adventure. Um, I was a month in Guatemala. I don't know if any of you guys follow me on Instagram. I had a gun held to my head. I wrote a story about that on um, my blog at mattbelair.com if you want to check it out. Um, I'm still here. I'm still alive. It worked out. It was really intense, um, but I'm okay. And uh, yeah, what else happened? We I was at the Mayan Heart Festival. I got to spend some great time with Carlos Barrios, a few other elders, really in-depth talks about Mayan history, Mayan culture, Mayan wisdom that I'm going to be releasing soon. Um, I just moved to Nelson, British Columbia in the mountains. I'm currently in a yurt that is heated with a wood fireplace that has taken so much longer than I thought to heat up the place. So um, I'm making that part of my daily ceremony, but it's it's a, it's a lot of time. So um, it's amazing. It's beautiful. My plan is to just stay here. And today I got my first day back on my snowboard in two years. And it was in Whitewater, uh, Nelson, beautiful powder. Um, Didn't realize how much I missed it, but I'm so grateful for that. So um, I'm really excited for this new year. I have a lot of podcasts ready to release already. Some amazing guests coming up. So apologies for not releasing any, but they are coming soon. Um, The first one of the new year is with Naraj Nayak, and he is an absolute amazing person this is an amazing podcast um it's we talk about ancient soma breath work and utilizing your inner pharmacy for miraculous health and healing Uh, we touch on a lot of stuff in this episode we talk about naraj's transformation through depression um how he almost died and survived um god as an acronym for gift of desperation uh how he rapidly healed himself why there's actually no cures he's actually a pharmacist um some we talk about breath this is a a lot about breath Breathwork. So if you're interested in Wim Hof, breathwork, pranayama, energy control, energy, this is an amazing episode. I split it into two parts. So you're going to love it. We talk about the super mind and uh, so much more. The show notes are huge here. Um, check it out on YouTube as well if you want to uh, see it there. Um, what else? Uh, Patreon. Thank you so much. If you guys want to support the show, the best way you can do it is three acts of kindness or one act of kindness today. That's the best way to do it. Um, If not, what you can do for free is leave a review on iTunes. Thank you so much for those of you who have done that. Or Patreon. If you go to patreon.com forward slash Matt Belair, you'll find me in the show and you can support there. Thank you to all my patrons of 2018 to everybody who's supporting me now. I can't tell you how much that helps. Um, if, if you guys weren't doing that, I wouldn't have been able to release so many episodes. Um, it's just like uh, enough that like, well, it's, <laughs> let's just say that the bit that comes in goes a long, long way. I'm kind of scraping by so that I can do this show and I'm grateful. Uh, I am so happy for 2019 because there's going to be a lot of great things coming down the pipeline. Um, and I think that, you know, I will have earned the ability to support myself through the show which is you know three years down the line 220 episodes and and i never even thought about that but i'm stoked to be here and see that as a real opportunity and uh, it's because of you guys so thank you so much um please share episodes that you like that really helps because podcasts are growing um i'm super stoked to announce my new partnership with himalaya podcast app um i had their team reach out they gave me the download about their app and what they're up to and um, i'm super excited to partner with them They're a podcast app. They're easy to use. It's free. There's tons of features. Um, They build a community of podcasts and podcast lovers. So the way that it's set up is it's super easy to use as a listener and it supports the creator. So it supports me. So this is basically uh, their spiel. Um, And I'll read it out. It says, the podcast world is growing bigger every day and Himalaya wants to help you navigate it. 
Himalaya is a brand new podcast app where you can find every single podcast you love and some future faves. Whether you're a podcast or a fan, Himalaya has got your back. Discover personally curated playlists and show your favorite podcasters some love with Himalaya's tip jar. It's free and easy to use, and we're adding cool new features every day. Go to your app store, download Himalaya, that's H-I-M-A-L-A-Y-A, and don't forget to follow the Matt Belair podcast once you're there. So please check that out, um, support the show, and uh, what else do I got to even say? Um, just thank you so much for everybody that has supported me so far. Um, please do three acts of kindness if you're interested in coaching or the heart journey. I've been doing more hypnosis sessions, more heart journey sessions, so if you really want to kick it into high gear in 2019, you want some support, I definitely have some tools to support you and basically I've kind of tucked my way into the mountains so that way I can work on some stuff so I'm going to be working hard um, creating some content and uh, and I'll keep you guys all in the loop so thank you so much Um, so let's get into today's episode and uh, before we do let's just come into a state of peace and coherence so wherever you are in the world just taking a deep breath in through your nose hold that breath just set the intention to come to total peace and coherence now Let that breath out slowly with all the cares and all the worries of the day. Becoming totally present, totally calm, totally peaceful and excited. So, all right, let's get into this incredible part one with Naraj Nayak. Hello and welcome to the Mastermind Body and Spirit Show. I'm your host, Matt Belair. Today's guest is an ex-pharmacist turned holistic health expert. After working for several years as a community pharmacist, he saw firsthand just how ineffective and even damaging pharmaceutical drugs can be. When he found himself a patient of stress-related depression and ulcerative colitis, he embarked on a journey of profound self-healing and education. Known internationally as the renegade pharmacist, he is dedicated to educating others on topics of holistic health, breathwork, meditation, and more. In addition to his website and blog, he has created many other communities and products related to health and healing. He has been featured in articles from outlets across the world, such as Forbes, CNN, The Guardian, and HuffPost. Welcome to the show, Niraj Nayak. Hello, Matt. Hey, what's going on, man? Great, man. Very, very excited to talk to you. Yeah, me too. Did I pronounce your name correctly? Because you said it a lot nicer than I did, I think. I think you did a great job. Ah, thanks, man. You are Nick. Nike. Perfect, man. Well, we had a nice little um, conversation before we started, just really quick. Um, but when I got introduced to you, I looked at your work, and it's really in-depth. You know, I've thought about a lot of the things you've created. You have hypnosis, breath work, meditation. You know, these are staples for me that I apply to my own life, but you've created um, ways for people to learn that. You've gone deep and then, um, you know, created – Um, education around it which I think is amazing and you have a background in pharmaceuticals and that whole so you that whole space so you have you're bridging both worlds and I think that's really important so um, do you just want to give people a little bit about your background and how you got to where you are today yeah sure certainly Uh, so I'll try and make it as concise as possible (laughs) but uh, I um, actually was a community pharmacist in the UK and I really didn't really want to do this profession, to be honest. Like I was a university. I ran actually like a very um, successful music event for many years. And I always thought that I was going to be a DJ, uh, like a, a music producer and DJ. Anyway, uh, things didn't turn out like that. And I ended up like, actually losing my, my big uh, event that I had. I ended up like becoming a... Um, pharmacist so I went from you know from the rave culture to becoming a legal drug dealer at the age of like uh, I think I was 23 or something and that was my first insight into how screwed up the whole medical system is and you know like I I'm quite I feel like I'm quite an aware person I think it helped a lot uh, the culture that I was in of the the music culture the the big rave culture, everyone's like expanding their minds at a very young age. And so as soon as I went into this um, environment of the corporate kind of medical system, the pharmaceutical 
led healthcare system that we have in the UK, which is also all over the world now. Uh, I just saw the scam. I just saw it straight away that this is not right. There's something very, very wrong here. Uh, People going away with shopping bags full of drugs, um, you know, not getting better. A lot of people very desperate, you know, not having any idea uh, what to do for their health, just very like misinformed. And then a lot of the doctors that I would talk to, like, you know, regularly, they were depressed, overweight, you know, be not the kind of people you'd see as role models. Um, you know, when you're looking for health care, you, you want to see somebody who actually embodies that. But it was absolutely the opposite of that. So I started aspiring into this, like, like mind, like just negative mindset. And I became quite depressed. and. I was out every weekend down in my sorrows. I was like, having a very hedonistic lifestyle just as a way to relieve the, the depression, you know, that I was going through. And that was basically like where I really like felt uh, what causes disease. Like I really experienced it myself from just the negativity, the, the depression, the, the stress of working in a very robotized job where you're like dishing out pills all day long, um, you know, like a conveyor belt, like a factory kind of worker. And that's when I really realized, like, you know, there's a lot of people out there who have creative mindsets and they are artistic by nature. Yeah, they're doing these very, very mind-numbing robotic jobs and it's just not suited to them so some people they can actually do that they can take care of that they can handle doing these kind of like very manual kind of automated sort of jobs and then they go home they watch the tv you know and they just live a very normal life but however there's definitely a i would say it's a smaller percentage of people but a significant percentage of people who are trapped and they and they're depressed and they're crying out for a way out. I was one of those people. So I actually tried a lot of different ventures to try and escape the, the rat race, basically. I was, you know, in this rat race, just spinning around and around and around. And a lot of them failed. So I, I tried lots of little, I was always entrepreneurial, but a lot of my ideas just failed, right, miserably. In fact, I got into massive debts. And then like the lowest point of all was um, when a very close friend of mine um, basically dragged me kicking and screaming to a Tony Robbins um, event. And I was like, this was definitely the lowest point of all, like, you know, because he wasn't considered very cool, you know, like in our kind of Friend circle was like, who goes to motivational gurus? You can't. That's like the worst thing. You know? <laughs> the thing you can do. So anyway, I went to it, and I literally changed my life. Like that was it. It was the most transformative thing I ever did. And the last day, he's uh, uh, talking all about health and diet and nutrition. And this is when this big aha moment uh, kicked in because. I was like totally under a big illusion. The pharmaceutical companies do not tell you any, well, the, the, the training, do not give you any education on diet, nutrition, and even exercise, and just things that are like, you think are common sense, right? Now, like back then, like, you know, the idea that a diet can, can actually reverse symptoms of diseases was just like, so like, you know, controversial. So I had no idea about this stuff. So I, what, I did, what I did was I, I thought, wow, I've got a solution here for the patients. Maybe I can try and make my job a bit more fun by seeing if I can cure some of the patients in the pharmacy. So I'm like all rah, 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 all like motivated. And, and I came up with a little system of um, like changing people's diets based on uh, writing little shopping lists. Because you have five minutes with the patient. So in that five minutes, you've got to like deliver the information the fastest way possible. So I'll just use like very simple analogies. Like, you know, imagine your body is like a a super efficient bio engine. And what would happen if 
you know, your car, your own car, if you put the wrong fuel into it, right? And, you know, like if you put diesel in a petrol engine, it you know, destroys the engine, car, car can't move properly, right? So I would say it's the same thing's happening to you. You're putting the wrong fuel into your body. So just with changing a little mindset, um, I got people to start actually uh, eating real food rather than factory-based processed foods. Like it was amazing how many people were just living off microwave meals, you know, and fizzy drinks and 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 just processed like takeaways and you know and McDonald's and all that. It was like normal. I was like that was a normal. Like eating real, actual food was actually considered weird. You know, like eating like broccoli was like, what? Are you crazy? You know what I mean? So, um, so anyway, so I had like amazing success. I actually got a lot of people off drugs and stuff. And that got me fired from my first job because um, it was uh, solely a pharmaceutical chain. Like this. So all they do is like, you know, sell drugs and uh, over-the-counter medicine and stuff. So they didn't like me telling people, you know, to go over to the, supermarket across the road you know and buy buy and make their own medicines right out of food yeah that's also cure people you come back every month for the prescription (laughs) of course course. so you know what happened was i then um like long story short i got promoted to the head office of one of the largest supermarket chains in in the uk they also have pharmacies and i came up with this healthy shoppingist concept which could have helped millions of people around the world but they they basically um, called, called a bit of a meeting, like a series of emergency meetings just to kind of block this idea going forward um, because ultimately I was telling people not to drink Coca-Cola, not to eat fizzy drinks, uh, not to um, drink fizzy drinks, not to eat like, you know, processed factory-based foods and stuff. And my, my diet plan was very simple. Just don't eat shit, you know what I mean? that comes in a packet. Like, so eat real normal food, right? And eat what you enjoy and eat less of it and do a bit of exercise, very simple stuff. But obviously this was controversial. So they actually phased out my idea and I was suddenly now being faced with going back to being a community pharmacist, which I tried so hard to get out of. And I got hit with the biggest like disillusionment, depression and I was under a lot of fear and panic. I was like, is this, this is reality? This is the world we live in? This is how, how God wants us to be? This is what the universe created? This is the best we can do? And I just had this real spiritual, um, you know, breakdown, like nervous collapse. And I got struck with a lightning bolt. And I ended up getting diagnosed with a disease called ulcerative colitis, also in condition. And I was housebound for a year. I was shitting blood 40 times a day. I um, had lost like 20 kg in weight. I was ready to just give it all up and, and die. The thing that actually um, stopped all that was when the doctor gave me um, two choices. He said, you either be a, uh, this, this was the lowest. I thought I had had my lowest point in my life, going to Tony Robbins event. The actual lowest event in my life was this. When the consultant, who was this huge fat, like looked like Jabba the Hutt, you know, had shoved the, the thing on my ass, um, told me I had ulcerative and that this was incurable and that there was no solution for it, uh, then began to tell me that, um, that the only thing that you can do now is either be a guinea pig for a drug that hasn't been tested yet because all the other medicines not working for you, or have your colon removed and then be shitting in a bag for the rest of your life. So that was it. That was like, okay, it can't get much worse than this. This, I mean, that's it. That's like, that's it. That's like the level you <laughs> possibly get. So I was like, what do I, I got two short, I got another two. I can either shoot myself in the head and end this miserable existence um, or do what the doctors say. And then thankfully, like they say there's, I, uh, somebody said this um, thing that God, means um gift of desperation so mm. god god tends to come to people they you probably have observed this at the lowest point at the most desperate point they come and do something that picks them up and actually by sheer fate and now very close to our family he's quite a well-known yoga teacher in the uk swami ambakananda 
she comes to me uh, and she says to me, you've got a gift. Like if you can cure yourself now of this problem, like you've helped so many people in the past heal themselves from stuff, you can actually heal yourself. Um, then you, you know, will be an amazing role model to people as a pharmacist with your background, with your tenacity, you could be a great um, role model and do a lot of work, uh, good work in the world. So, so she said to me, like, you know, we need to go beyond diet. Diet nutrition is, is, is very, very important, but we need to go deeper into what really causes the disease. And she taught me the basic fundamentals of Ayurveda, pranayama, yoga, and within a few months I was cured. I was back to normal. So that's when I, 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 I felt like I, I now have to be, to be taken seriously. I must put science to these alternative, like ancient protocols and, um, and then help other people with this and inspire other people. So that led me into doing what I'm doing now. Basically. <laughs> wow man that's that's amazing i was like i'm laughing and i was like at your pain i just started like the worst uh time of my life going to tony robbins <laughs> so <laughs> um that's that's incredible man holy crap um and so you know when they gave you those two choices to get your colon removed um or i, I forget what the or something else you you just did neither and you're like i'm gonna heal myself and you did well, I was really contemplating shooting myself in the head, to be honest. Jeez. Yeah. And luckily, luckily, uh, oh, well, I didn't have a gun. Luckily, but um, you know, I could have thought of something else. But you know, everything else sound seemed a bit painful and slow. But she <laughs> came at the right time. She became my gift of desperation because um, I wanted a third path. I was crying out for another path, and she came to the rescue at the right time. It was just like amazing stroke of luck you know she knew that i was sick she was like a distant friend of the family kind of thing you know but now she's become like my second mother and uh we work quite closely together actually because she really gave me a lot of insight into these ancient protocols and and helped me put science to it you know and the rest is history now because like i now have a system that is amazing for people if regardless of how serious their conditions are, I can dramatically help improve somebody's quality of life, which is ultimately the most important thing. You know, there's no such thing as a real cure. You can't cure anything. No, no medical person can cure anyone. No drug can cure anyone, you know? But your mind can do it. Your mind can heal itself and heal the body. And when you understand the mind-body connection and the fact that the mind and the body are one, and that there is no separation. You know, actually, we don't even know what the mind really is. And there's a funny saying that says, um, where is the mind? Never mind. Okay. And what is matter? No matter. Because we don't know. Like quantum science now, and this, this whole new kind of like movement towards quantum healing, uh, which Deepak Chopra actually made popular many years ago. Um, we, the more deeper we go down into the level of the atom and the the subatomic particles, the, the less we actually know. And the more it confirms what the Ayurvedic doctors were saying all along about the fact that the mind is consciousness and consciousness is where what influences the body and the healing. And the energy and matter are one and the same thing. It, e equals M, not E equals MC squared, E equals M. Energy is matter. So this is, this is the, the world I'm now into because the more I've gone into quantum, the quantum world, um, rather than this reductionist scientific way of looking at, uh, at, at the world and the way it works, you know, those old Newtonian ways of looking at the world, um, the more I've realized that um, the quantum world is backing up what these Vedic, uh, you know, Ayurvedic and yogic, ancient rishis were preaching and writing and singing about and practicing thousands and thousands of years ago. And we're just recycling consciousness. We're just reproving what they already knew. And they just wrote it in a different way. You know, they just said it in different ways. 
Yeah. Wow, man. Well, you know, it's interesting when you're talking about at the beginning of your journey of how many people just weren't eating real food and how simple that is. You know, it's just like, just actually eat real food. You know, you've got the basics, but I, I'm going to have to ask, because I'm sure people are going to be curious, what exactly was your protocol for healing? Because I know people with uh, colitis and it's a challenging one when you're, you know, crap and blood, it's scary. And um, they're trying different things and nothing was really working. I th- it might be okay now, but it's scary when like it flares up, then all of a sudden you're like screwed for six weeks, two months or something like that. So what exactly did you do? Okay. Beautiful question, man. So I'll happily share this because um, this is my mission, this is my purpose. So um, basically, I actually used to just come up with protocols and systems people followed. But what I realized is that actually, in order to really influence somebody and change their, their way of life, because it really is lifestyle change that we're looking for, you need to go a little bit further back into the human nature of a person, all right? Because according to Ayurveda, um, all diseases are spiritual disturbance. What is spirit? Spirit is breath. It comes from the word espiritu, breath, life. Okay, so in the olden days, the yogis, they would study animals a lot. And they realize that if you kill an animal, right, the last thing it does is expires. That's why they use the word expired is for death. Okay. So they came up with the idea that actually breath is God. So it's being spiritual means to breathe. Okay. Everyone is spiritual, but that uh, goes into um, a deeper understanding that actually the way we breathe actually influences consciousness itself and life itself and how connected we are to the higher power, the higher spirits. Okay, which is this supreme super consciousness, which is the ultimate mind that we can tap into. This sounds a little bit woo-woo, but it's actually now, if you go into the quantum world, it's becoming more and more apparent that this is how it is. So, um, well, my point is that if it's a spiritual disturbance, okay, and and spiritual, like what what we're talking about in terms of the, the physiology is, your energy. So breath in India, in the Indian systems, prana, pranayama, okay, energy control. So through the way we breathe, we control the actual energy processes of the body, right? So actually, if you go deeper into the unit of every cell, each cell has mitochondria, the fire. And the mitochondria is where we create the energy of the cell. Oxygen comes in and it burns glucose, just like a a fire burns wood, and it produces energy. However, if there's too much fire, too much oxygen, the fire burns too bright, causes damage, all right? With too little oxygen, the fire doesn't burn at all. So you need the right balance of oxygen. That's pranayama, is energy control. It's all about controlling our breath and controlling the flow of energy. And what they've also realized is that the more efficient the mitochondria are, okay, the less oxygen it needs, that means the less risk of this damage from too much fire. Too much fire means free radical damage. Okay, that's one mechanism, okay, of what causes the the changes in the cell that leads to things like autoimmune conditions, okay? Now let's look at it even deeper. What is, emo- what is the energy? How do we experience energy in our life? Well, you can use this word. Energy is energy in motion. Emotion. Oh, sorry. Emotion is energy in motion, right? So we experience life through a series of emotions. That's how we feel it. We feel emotions, okay? Now, like something like osteocolitis is actually an autoimmune where your body is attacking itself so what if you look at it from a more kind of psychological perspective why would a body attack itself the only time you self-harm is when you have such self-loathing for yourself that you literally you hate yourself okay or somebody hates you so much that that projects onto you so just being in a right environment that's very negative 
just that negativity of somebody else's guilt, anger, jealousy, envy. It couldn't, might not even be directed to you, but just being in that environment. So you're in a very hostile uh, environment where your mum and dad hate each other as you're growing up as a baby. That can cause these uh, spiritual disturbances. Say you go to a job every day that you hate, right? And you're surrounded by negative people at work. That can cause it. Say you're under um, deadlines with bills and things you haven't paid, you're in loads of debt. That, that fear can cause it. So what happens is the body turns on itself after a period of like chronic stress. Okay, and that's autoimmune. So this was, so for me, it was a combination of a lot of these things was that the spiritual disturbance of hating my job being around a corporate environment where, where everyone actually hated me. They didn't want me to be there. You know, like I was like the teacher, I was a director's pet. Actually, I got given the, the best Apple Mac, right. To do my projects on. They love the director loved me, but he left halfway through the project. That's when it all changed. And I was suddenly there with the best like computer, everyone else on these little tiny um, PCs, you know, I could go and have breaks whenever I wanted, blah, blah, blah. Suddenly just a, you know, people spend years to climb up that corporate ladder, right? And I, suddenly I go psh, straight in there. So no, nobody likes me up there. And, um, you know, all of these things has a knock-on effect. Then the fear of going back to my job, that's another trigger. So here's the thing. I boiled down health to two questions you could ask yourself. Do you wake up every single day, right, with absolute enthusiasm to do a hard day's work, Right. If you, if you don't, if you actually feel like you, you are doing this because you have to do it to survive, then you're screwed. That is going to create chronic stress in the body. The chronic stress is going to lead to disease. The next step question you've got to ask yourself is, um, do you wake up every day wanting to be compassionate and nice to people, right? Or are you doing it? because you feel you have to do it to fit in or just to appease people or you're going to a job where like you actually hate everyone but you feel you have to be nice to them because they're your colleagues right now unless you can get these questions right the, the disease is going to keep coming back the reason why i've kept this at bay right is because i've completely changed my environment you become your environment the first thing I did was I, I was like, I'm never, ever going back to this job that I can't stand. I hate it. I, I, I read a book called The 4-Hour Workweek, and I realized that actually I can create a business around my passion and live in tropical countries for the fraction of the cost. So boom, that's what I did, and that's what I do now. And there's loads of people who do that. So it's, it's not just some kind of internet scam. It's actually a legit thing. Everyone, loads of people I know have, Business is based around a passion. They do what, like you, right? You're doing what you love, right? So find what you love to do. That's one of the key things, man. And don't be scared to pursue it because the universe actually favors people who are happy, who are like, you know, not, they'll, they'll give you a chance. The universe I've found gives you a chance when you're most desperate. Like, as I said, God comes to you, gift of desperation. But if you keep like abusing that, the gifts are going to stop. So you've got to find a way. You've got to use it as a science to get out and do what you really want without fear. That's like really important, right? Um, and the next thing is like, if you have a lot of hate, if you hate people, like, and you hold on to this, or you're really angry about something in the past, right? Or you hate the government. I find a lot of people who follow Alex Jones get really sick because he just hates the world. He hates everyone. He hates anyone who's like to do with you know a corporation or government or anyone right and people watch this stuff and they like become angry and they get frustrated and they hate the world and they get sick you know i was one of those people david ike i used to be obsessed with david ike i used to think you know reptilians rule the world and all this stuff and i was i used it as an excuse to um to kind of give myself a bit of meaning as well you know it's like, oh, us against them da, da, da. I mean, there is some levels of truth to all of this stuff, but we don't know all of it. But I've changed my perception, actually. I decided to say to myself, actually, that every single person on this planet is conspiring to help me in my mission, 
because my mission deserves it, right? So these are the little mindset shifts you've got to make. You've got to turn off the TV. You've got to stop watching negative stuff. And you've got to like follow this Ayurvedic principle, which is smile at everyone and hate no one, all right? Smiling makes a big difference to your life. Laughing, laughing every like Spend like at least 10 minutes a day in fits of laughter. Watch like some funny film, you know, like that you've been putting off and watching or something on Netflix, some stand-up stuff. You'll be surprised at what laughter can do. There's a guy called Norman Cousins wrote a book called um, Healing Through the uh, uh, Point of View of a Patient or something like that. And um, it's a brilliant book. And his cure was laughter. He, had, he was faced with like, like much worse than I had and he reversed it. So, so these are like really fundamental things. I used to say, oh, change your diet, do this, follow this, da, da, da. But unless you get these bits right, it will just keep coming back. That's why like I'm, I'm focusing more on this, but then I'll tell you some of the diet things as well. But the other thing is become, start becoming generous as well. Be, be a giver and you'll be surprised at how much comes back to you so you know there's this expression of being uptight or tight ass right if you're uptight and you're holding on you're holding on everything's mine 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 right or you're uptight because everything has to be under your control everything you're really particular about everything you know what happens is you create a lot of tension in your ass okay i'll show you a little thing i'll show you what happens when you have a lot of tension in your ass I'll show you something in a minute. But this can be used in a good way and a bad way. Okay? So watch this. In a minute, hopefully, if I don't completely screw this up, you should be able to see some numbers. Okay, let me turn it onto this finger because then it's the right way around. Okay. So this is a pulse oximeter. Okay. And it measures the heart rate, as you can see there, it says 81. And it measures the blood oxygen levels, which is 99. Okay. So ignore the blood oxygen levels. Look at the number 74. Now, yep. I'm going to show you something. All right. I'm going to raise my heart rate up uh, by about 20 or 30 beats a minute. Ready? Watch this. See that? Yeah, 93. I'm gonna drop it down. By about 20 beats a minute. So for those listening on the podcast, I'm just watching this heart rate go all the way up to 93. Now it's down to 69. You see that? Mm-hmm. I can get it down much lower. But anyway, just to give you a little point, right? So yep. what I did there was I just, I just did what the scientists have been saying is completely impossible. And that is that we don't have any conscious control over our involuntary functions of the body, right? Which is an absolute lie. And um, yogis have been trying to tell us for years that actually we can consciously control the functions of the body that run on autopilot, that we take for granted. Things like our immune system, our heart rate, our um, body temperature, all of this stuff actually runs um, in the realms of our uh, unconscious mind uh, through the autonomic nervous system. And we have two sides to the autonomic nervous system, sympathetic nervous system, parasympathetic nervous system. The sympathetic nervous system um, deals with fight or flight responses, produces adrenaline, and it actually makes us do stuff. It gets us to take action, all right? And that action can either be fight or flight, right? This is one that we always talk about um, when we're demonstrating stress, okay? It's like 
it either it's like it's our mechanism to like attack somebody if they're like um coming at us like a threat like a say we're in the jungle thousands of years ago this was really useful so we are surrounded by lions and tigers and bears if a lion comes at you you need an instinctive action that runs on autopilot that quickly gets you into gear so you don't have to think too much to either attack defend or to run away right and the cool thing is is that once you run away it resets itself so the stress goes away but we produce a lot of adrenaline and adrenaline under kind of fear and negative emotions produces cortisol and creates contraction it makes you go like that like it's like you get a lot of contraction all right however that raises blood pressure now fast forward to this time let's say my time when i was in the pharmacy right in the corporate head office right instead of lions and tigers and bears right i'm now in a concrete jungle the city where my um uh office was right and instead of lions and tigers i the stress is now coming from bosses directors bills deadlines fear of having to go back to my old job all right the thing is like in the olden days you could just run away right and you or you could just kill the lion or whatever attacks you but now i can't be killing my boss even though i really want to i can't do it right so <laughs> so we have a problem here now we are faced with being under stress all the time all right we can't go home and and like do away our wife you know what i mean who's like pissing us off every day it's not going to happen right but people people think that but they can't do it so they go they go home and then they're wallowing more stress hormones uh, stress hormones right and then the bills come in they can't pay the bills so that even more stress and they have no off switch for the stress so this is happening a lot to people right who have got autoimmune conditions eventually the body's like screw you man and then it starts attacking itself and that's how autoimmune conditions start now what i just showed you there was how to modulate that so i just raised my um sympathetic nervous system i switched it on all right and i create short, short bursts of adrenaline the mecha, the way you do that is you imagine basically sucking something up your ass and and contract the sphincter muscles is also known as your mula bandha or your pelvic floor muscles all right the mus the the, the muscles around your pelvic floor uh, perineum and um there are di- there are ways of different ways of doing it according to yoga or whatever for me the easiest way is imagine you're sucking a can up your ass all right that's the most precise way i found if you want to get the results okay but this is the problem with this you can use this in a in a good way you can use this in a positive way to actually create states of passion joy euphoria if you if you do the right system to get there right however what a lot of people are doing is they instinctively uptight you know that expression uptight where they are clenching onto those sphincter muscles and the chest is becoming contracted and all day long they may be contracting and producing adrenaline without even knowing it and causing stress which leads to metabolic disease they get constipation they get all of these problems and they forget to excel excel right so the secret to all of this so what people do uh, it's just a little summary is they breathe in and they squeeze and contract and this causes stress all right you just saw that saw my heart rate go up all right there's no doubt about it you hold on to your breath on the inhale and squeeze and contract heart rate goes up and if it goes on too long chronic stress all right i just show you that now the opposite is parasympathetic in the nervous system rest and digest and that is activated by exhaling so if you exhale for a longer period of time than you inhale you actually um stimulate parasympathetic nervous system and you switch on rest and digest mode which actually lowers blood pressure lowers um adrenaline and it creates like your own relaxing medicines that you produce naturally now the drug companies they told us that we can't control this and that the only way to control it is through drugs so they love the parasympathetic nervous system because they give you like sleeping pills blood pressure pills they give you all this stuff which um you can actually crave for free i just showed you how i 
I just lowered my heart rate. All right. Um, they've, they've taken the power away from you and they make billions and trillions of dollars with patents and drugs that do that. that. They work on that mechanism. You don't need sleeping pills. You can make your own sleeping pills. You don't need anti-anxiety pills. You can do your own anti-anxiety pills, blah, blah, blah. Now the other side, the sympathetic nervous system, um, things like steroids uh, are used. So actually one of the treatments for um, uh, ulcerative colitis is steroids, right? But as I was saying, you can create a positive stress response or you can create a negative stress response. Steroids, if misused, Actually, when you first take steroids, you'll feel like, wow, I feel charged, right? But misuse of it causes chronic stress. And then you get all these metabolic problems. You get like a lot of fat deposited and you get like diabetes and all horrible stuff. So the last thing you want to do if you've got autoimmune conditions is keep taking steroids because you're just chronically stressed then, right? However, if you know how to modulate the stress response, you can actually change the chemistry. So there's a different chemistry when you're under positive stress. When you're under positive stress, you produce growth hormone. You produce DHEA, right? DHEA is like an anti-aging um, hormone, and it's a lot of studies done on it. It's really powerful stuff, and it dilates, wakes up. It wakes up the body. It increases blood flow, improves vascularization, okay? Um, and then you produce adrenaline as well. So this is the chemistry which we want to get at. This is a chemistry associated with passion, enthusiasm. So I was saying, I like, asked that question, you're waking up with enthusiasm. We need to create this chemistry to relieve the problems of autoimmune conditions, okay? So what I've developed now is a series of techniques. So first we have the mindset, that's really important, okay? Courage, joy, passion, having no fear, going into areas of passion, using this time that you've got now if you're sick, if you can't work, to find out what you exactly want to do. Laugh a lot, you know. Forgive everyone in your life, in your past. Start to love people, smile a lot, okay? These are the most important things. But then, right, the next thing is, um, you know, to now start changing your lifestyle, okay? So the lifestyle changes I made, right, is firstly going back to the breath. Okay, so I've created a, a, a breathwork uh, routine uh, that, that is um, from pranayama, this ancient uh, science of uh, breathwork from India, to reconnect with our spirit. And just through these breathing techniques, actually, we can change our emotions. So if you're having problems where you're feeling lost, if you, if you just can't get out of this negative mindset, just with breathing, I can get you back into a, set, a, a different way of looking at the world. I can give you an awakening over your true self, of who you truly are. So this is the Soma Awakening that I've created. Um, and then music can help get shift up uh, the, the um, you know, your mindset as well and the emotions and raise the emotions. So I make all this very powerful kind of soothing music. It's like a medicine in itself, meditation music. So then we need to look at who are we? All right? your, your mantra is know thyself. But most people are not aware that when you go really deep, okay, so we talked about energy and you know, we break everything down to energy. But let's go a, little, a few layers up now to the layers of the cells, all right? So did you know that we are actually more bacteria, we're more germ than we are human? We have, we have three to one, and I think some studies have shown like up to 10 to one bacterial cells in our body, in our body, than human cells. Did you know this? So what are we? Like what we thought we are, we don't, we're not anymore. We're, we're completely not what we thought. We are actually germs, okay? If you look at the evolution of the planet, right, of humans and creatures for, for that matter, and what do we start off as? Single-celled organisms. Those single-celled organisms got together with other communities of cells and they became, um, they worked in, in harmony with each other to form multi-cells organisms. Multi-cell organisms developed into amphibians and then mammals, water on the planet, became humans, right? So we are just a organized community of cells, okay? And that has a consciousness, right? 
Now, actually, our, we are more bacteria. Imagine that we are more germ than we are human. And that most of those germs actually reside in our gut digestive system. So the Ayurvedic doctors knew this, that actually healing begins in the gut. And Hippocrates, the father of medicine, modern medicine, says, let food be thy medicine. Okay, let medicine be thy food. And there's a lot of profound understanding that actually, and they said it in different ways, but now we know that actually that the, this, these germs that reside in the gut are responsible for our digestion, our moods, our, our, the intelligence, the innate intelligence of our gut. It all, it's all works in harmony with these bacterial cells. The gut microbiome is called, all right? So with that knowledge, what is it that we need to look after more? Our human cells or the bacterial cells? Okay, so with that knowledge, with knowing that, you can now see what feeds good bacteria and what feeds the bad bacteria, because there's bad bacteria too. You don't want them to be like messing up your community of good bacteria. So what is it that makes a healthy bacterial flora? It actually all comes back down to the first question I said, your moods, your emotions. All right. Good bacteria tends to go towards people who have positive mindsets. Okay. And who have their emotions in check. So that's one of the primary things. Second thing is good bacteria don't like processed, junky, shitty foods, right? That you're feeding yourself. Also, no bacteria likes alcohol, right? So the small doses of alcohol may be like a, a medicine and kill some of the bad bacteria, but it will also kill some of the good bacteria, right? So tequila, people used to drink um, a shot by Mexicans after a meal because they would wipe out some of the germs in the food. However, we don't drink one shot of tequila, right? People in, the, in, in England, they will compete in how many tequilas that they can drink in a night. You know, 10, 15 is like probably normal for some people. So what is that doing? It's wiping out the bacterial flora. It's killing the bacterial flora. If you're somebody who's ever, even binge drink once in your life, you've destroyed your gut microbiome. It takes a long time to recover. Even just one night of binge drinking will screw you up. Okay? So you really have to realize that actually we're not just the human, okay? We are, we are something completely different. So drugs, medicine, pharmaceutical drugs, they all destroy the bacteria, all right? So many things do actually. Sugar in high doses, uh, chemicals in a lot of processed food. I don't want to scare people, but the simple thing is just avoid alcohol if you're trying to recover from anything. Just out, avoid alcohol as much as possible. Have it in very moderation. You know, don't drink more than one or two glasses, right? Um, especially if you're trying to heal from a disease. Second thing is um, just don't eat things in the factory. Don't eat factory processed food. Eat real foods. The good bacteria loves that. Okay? Another thing for people with osteoclitis, what they realize now, actually, is this new phenomenon called fecal transplants, actually. And, and this is something that might blow your brain a bit is actually in Ayurvedic medicine, one of the treatment choices is um, for, for stuff like uh, colitis is um, cow shit and cow piss. Cow, cow dung is, a, they, they sell pellets of this. You take a pellet and it's so rich in the right kind of bacterial flora your gut loves that it just proliferates the intestines. It's the right quantity of it. And it basically can reverse very quickly autoimmune conditions because it just propagates the bowels. So you could spend like, you know, 150 pounds on these really expensive probiotics, which I used to recommend a lot, BSL-3, or you can go and get yourself some cow shit, right? From, a, from an Ayurvedic doctor, okay? For like nothing, like a few, few, few dollars. Okay, so, so these are all the new things that are coming out. It's like we're now recycling the consciousness and the wisdom that we already had in the past and that's modern science is now showing this and there's actually journals now on autotherapy which is this drinking urine okay because the urine contains antibodies anyway so so these are some of the more weird bizarre ways of healing yourself okay but let's now look at the food so not food sorry um 
the gut itself, the lining. So now the gut is like a sack, right? And it has uh, layers. And so food comes in, gets digested, right? Okay. But the digestion actually doesn't begin in the gut. It starts in the mouth. Now, a lot of the reason why people get gut problems, okay, right, is because they're not chewing their food. So one of the simplest things you can do is just to chew your food because your stomach doesn't have teeth, okay? So you chew your food really well, and that actually can help people who've got gluten intolerance. So one of the reasons why people have digestive issues with gluten, especially, is because they're not chewing the food. They're just stuffing it in and thinking that the stomach can um, digest the gluten, but it can't. The saliva needs to do it. So anyway, so here's the thing. So the Ayurvedic doctors also knew this gut lining, um, it's um, formed when you're a baby, you're just born, and you take the first food that you drink is um, called colostrum. So this colostrum is super rich in antibodies, in growth factors, immune factors, which actually gives the baby its first immune system. So if you weren't breastfed properly for long enough, it can actually um, uh, mean that you, you suffer from childhood allergies and, and especially gut problems, disorders later on in life. There's a new correlation that's been very apparent now. And um, I mean, like Nestle, for example, what they did was they educated people into thinking in Africa specifically, the, the breast milk was evil and bad. So they conditioned all the, 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 the women to drink um, uh, their, their powdered milk and kids were just dying left, right and center because they weren't getting colostrum, right? Nasty stuff. So anyway, <clears throat> so colostrum is a powerful healer. The Ayurvedic doctors knew this. But you don't have to go out and rush out and get, find a pregnant woman and suck her boobs. Like they realized actually the cow colostrum has the same translation <laughs> into humans. So cows produce actually four times the amount of colostrum than what the calf needs, right? And you can take a bit of it, right? Make sure the calf gets enough. You can take a little bit of it, freeze dry it, make it into a powder, and you can actually have this colostrum, right? And it has this amazing healing effect, repairing the digestive tract because cows with a calf when it's born doesn't have a gut lining right properly formed and it can't take adult food so the the colostrum comes in fixes the gut so that the calf can feed proper food if it doesn't have it it dies that's why farmers have bottle banks of colostrum excess colostrum to, to feed calves that don't get enough and now we've got human uh, colostrum that is from cows that humans can consume. And it has amazing healing effects. Like if you if you spend like, it's gonna take more time to sort the mindset stuff out. If there's one thing I, I recommend everyone does who has a gut problem, right, is take colostrum. It will, it will work very fast and give you a new lease of life to the point where your mind can now start thinking about the other areas in your life, the emotional stuff that needs to be sorted. So. So that's my basic protocol. I haven't even talked about exercise and stuff yet because I don't. That comes like later. But exercise is extremely important. But the mindset stuff's really important. Fixing the gut, the digestive system is very important, and the way you breathe, and extending your exhales, and using these pranayama rituals is paramount if you want to get healthy. That's it. Man, that's epic. Holy crap. (laughs) You just casually throw in like just some ridiculous comments to make me laugh my ass off over here. Um, You know, it's, it's interesting because I had a, another guest on a while back, Paula Strum or Sturm. I think Paula Sturm, you know her? I've heard her name. Yeah. She, you know, she, she had an excellent podcast on health and I was blown away. She reached out and, and it really, she talked about just the importance of starting actually again, like it has to start in, um, in your mood and how you're living. And, uh, it's the biggest thing 
you know, for health, it's like we're this chemical factory, right? There's all this chemical stuff going on in the body. Then we grab a pharmaceutical and it kind of like tries to band-aid or just manipulate that chemistry for a little bit, but it's actually not solving any problem. And mm-hmm. so um, I'd, I'm, I would love, because you, you even have like hypnosis. Hypnosis works for mindset. Exercise, obviously, you should take care of your body. You have music and binaural beats. So we can go into any of those um areas but there's also like you know the recommendation which which it seems like obvious for for people's like you know you're coming up with this factor are you excited about life happy people are healthier people now there's this real world issue though where people have their bills and that i talk about that actually quite a bit where i call it like task list consciousness or basically we're in this perpetual state of fear because we need to go to work get all of those tasks done so we can secure our job so we have enough um, money to buy food and have shelter. And if you've got little ones, then you need extra money. And no matter how much money you have, it's not enough. And so you're kind of in this loop and you feel like it's a necessity. Like there's no way out of whatever treadmill that you're on. Um, and so, you know, the practical question is just, um, you know, and, and I'm really interested to dive deep on other stuff like, uh, you know, your thoughts on like God consciousness in the mind, because we don't know where the mind originates. And that's ultimately where you start to go, where you ponder these things. Once you sort out your health, you have a near death experience. Um, you know, you go like, okay, like what's actually happening here? What is going on? Cause it's a fascinating thing to, to ponder. So, um, just any recommendations unless you can talk about any of that that I just kind of ranted about but just curious if you have um, any advice for someone that's just in that loop because it's really money is like the modern form of slavery and I think that you've looked at enough David Icke and conspiracy stuff to realize that money is the thing that keeps us a slave it's it sucks because it's and there's lots of other things why are pharmaceuticals so huge why why would a company be allowed to go to a foreign country and um you know, purposefully and maliciously um, say, yeah, I never knew that. That's really frigged up. Um, talk about breast milk and now all these babies are dying. That's murder. That's messed up. You know, there's a lot of, you know, when I went down this rabbit hole, I was like, holy shit, the world's trying to kill me. That's messed up. And it like, I didn't understand why. I was like, why is the world trying to kill me? That's pretty frigged up. And, and my friends didn't want to listen. And that's like the awakening, like, you know, the awakening. You can't just go to, you can't just like, there's things trying to kill you. You're like, nah, come on, man. Get that tinfoil hat off. It's like, no, man. Like most regular stuff is trying to kill you. You got to <laughs> like, you got to be aware of that. So I'll just kind of send that back to you. It's like, you know, I got friends with kids. I, you know, I got, I, I understand it. What recommendations do you have for like just moving in that way? Because we got to get out of that stress. We wake up in stress because we're fear-based. Right. And that also is like, you're afraid you're going to die and you know, you got to get money and you're stuck in it and you feel like there's no way out. So what would you recommend to, to move into that? Um, just more purposeful and how to make a living and all that kind of stuff. All right, guys, that wraps up that incredible first part with Niraj Nayak. I am going to be firing out podcasts at you uh, quite a bit. I try to slow down, and it's not working. Um, so I'm going to just try to make them a little bit shorter. Remember, you can listen to them at like 1.25 or 1.5 speed on uh, podcast apps. Himalaya, uh, my new sponsor, thank you so much to them. I, I'm so stoked about that partnership. Um, and hopefully there's going to be some other aligned partnerships coming in and meditating and mindfulness and wellness and um, just thank you guys so much for uh, everything that you've done in supporting the show for those of you guys who've left reviews who've supported on Patreon who've talked about the podcast and even just for listening that's huge so all of my love and gratitude and appreciation Uh, check out patreon.com if you want to toss a buck in the bucket support the show please do an act of kindness that's the best way you can support the show shares leaving reviews all things like that really do help if you're really looking to level up and 2019 i'm doing more hypnotic heart journey activations and that's basically accessing your heart's intelligence and uh helping you create a life vision uh, a direction it's not about finding one thing it's about finding a direction so i'm doing more of those sessions i'm doing more on one-on-one and i'm creating some stuff i tucked my way i tucked myself away in the mountains to be productive to create some things so um i'm looking forward to getting that done while 
being on my snowboard and doing my best to balance everything. So um, I think I'll just leave it at that. Uh, we're back on the wagon. Um, so you'll be getting lots of podcasts soon. Uh, I'd love to hear from you. Hit me up at matt at zenathlete.com anytime with any suggestions, um, anything like that. So thank you so much for listening. All of my love and support. All the best in 2019. Um, and so just to close it out, um, let's take in a deep breath in through our nose. Hold that breath and just set the intention to come to total peace and total coherence. Make the firm resolve to be loving and kind to yourself and loving and kind to others. Let that breath out slowly with all the cares and all the worries of the day. And there you go. Thank you guys so much for listening. Have an incredible day and I will see you in part two.